It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Bears win. The Bears win. And it is a great Friday or Saturday or whenever you're listening to us. And without further ado, let's get to the man of the hour. Good blocking on the perimeter. And that opens it up for Tyler Scott. Tyler Scott of the Tyler Scott Show. Uh, I am Adam Reich, of course. How are we feeling after a huge Thursday night victory? Feels great. It was great. I mean, to get a home win Thursday night, that was my first one, um, you know, at home, Thursday night football game at home in front of the home, you know, home crowd of Soldier Field. So uh feels good. You know, it was a it was a good game just as far as just a football game, you know, just from a fan standpoint, just watching a Thursday night football game. Um, went down to the fight, you know, the final drive, went down to the wire, end up, you know, uh, their guy ended up missing the, the field goal at the last second, you know, so. Um, you know, I, that's football, though. You know, that's football. That's a, that was a true football game. Just, you know, two teams going at it. So, um, you know, it was fun. And, uh, yeah, we got the win. So it feels great. It really does feel great. And, of course, you know, Eddie Pinero was a former Bears kicker. Uh, I love our kicker. Uh, Cairo is amazing. Oh, yeah. He was – He great. was. I know he on the stat sheet he's three for three, but he was four for four. I think that is one of the most underrated things uh, about it. Just having – I mean, you didn't live through the double doink. So you don't know what it's like to have the luxury of having a kicker, but you just, you brought it up though. The final drive, you know, it's set up by Eddie P's miss. You guys get the ball back. And I think most people will like run the football, run the football. They burned a timeout. So you're like, okay, well you could actually burn 40 seconds by running the football. You, you know, when you call a passing play, people are nervous. How how does how does the team feel? Like, I mean, obviously you have a lot of confidence in Tyler or excuse me, Tyson. What is it like when that call comes in and you're like, oh, we're passing for it? I feel like you got to get a little bit of a boost out of that. No, definitely. That's just the, you know, that's just the we're going the way I like to put it is we were playing to win and 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 not playing not to lose, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that was just one of those situations where it was like, we're gonna go take it. You know, it was you know, we're I think we're kind of midfield there, um, mm-hmm. and it was just one of those things like, yeah, we're we're going for the win. We're gonna get the first down. We're not gonna do the typical. All right, we're gonna run the ball. We're gonna waste the timeout. We're gonna take some time off. Okay, then punt it to them. Play the field position game, and then usually, you know, if you watch the NFL, it's gonna, you know, teams are gonna play this kind of preventish type defense. Yeah. You know, not a lot of big play, and then teams just gonna kind of drive down the field slowly, methodically, maybe a big play here, a big play there. And then somehow they end up in field goal range again. And, you know, they maybe get a chance to win the game. But, um, you know, they don't get a chance to win the game if they don't get the ball again. So um, I think that was just a, a great choice as far as just going for it for sure. 
scared money don't make money so i love the the idea of it i love i love the play call you know at first i was like uh oh, i'm like you know let's go let's I mean, I'm not saying that the season's over by any stretch of the imagination. We've talked mm-hmm. about this, about how the Lions turned it around last year. Now it gives you a little bit of juice. And so what do you do? What are you going to do over the weekend to try to keep this momentum going? Because the mini buys are good in the sense of like, hey, we get some time to recuperate, some time mm-hmm. to rest. But at the same time, like I bet you're chopping at the bit to get back at it. What are you going to be doing over the rest of the weekend? Yeah, I mean, I think the number one thing is just recovering, um, you know, just having to go and play a, a Sunday a Sunday game, um, you know, at, at New Orleans. You know, that was a, that was a tough battle. Uh, mm-hmm. That was a true football game, um, you know, for me especially. I mean, just going out there, I felt like a true uh, NFL football game. And then going, you know, on a short week, coming back a few days later to play again on a uh, Thursday night, you know, in another game that a game came down to, to the wire there in the fourth quarter. You know, that takes a lot. Um, on the body and not just on the body, but also mentally, you know, mentally mm-hmm. that takes a lot. Just having to, you know, mentally prepare for, you know, that game on Sunday and have a short week and then prepare, um, you know, for the, the next game. I um, mean, you know, that just takes a lot mentally and then having that type of intense type of, you know, two intense games um, that takes a lot, you know, mentally. So I think the biggest thing is, you know, really just, uh, you know, getting your mentals back as well as just trying to get your body back. Right. Um, those are the first things first and foremost. And then um, obviously just looking at, you know, looking at the game, where, you know, where do we do good? Where do we do bad? Um, you know, what can we do to feed off of, um, you know, some of our positives from this past game and to keep riding that kind of wave, um, you know, so, you know, we can hopefully get two in a row because um, that's something we haven't done yet. So that's that's what we're looking to go for is to get that two in a row. I was, you know what, I was going to save a lot of that for the Tuesday show because I don't want to dwell into the negative of like, yeah, that's the one thing that we've been out, we we've been unable to do over the last two years is follow these victories up with another victories. And we'll talk about this a little bit more. I do want to talk about, I love the, I love your bravado because this is the second time that we've done a show on Friday after a Thursday night game. And it's a big risk. Like it's really a, I'm like, you guys, like, I don't want to come in. I don't want to have that. I don't want to, I know that we're, I know that we're good now. So it's really like now that, now that we officially know each other, we've hung out in person. It's a little bit easier, but it's always like, Oh, if this game goes south, especially to the Panthers, like, did you guys feel like, cause this honestly, like no disrespect, um, you can't lose to the Panthers. You just can't. Do you guys, now I know fans, fans are into this. Like, this is what we talk about. We're like, Hey, the Panthers have, we have the Panthers pick. So we can't lose this. Like, we don't want to lose that because we want them to have the number one overall selection. And that's not saying like, we don't want Justin Fields to be our quarterback. I mean, we could trap, we, we won't draft Marvin. Oh, actually, it's worse to talk about Marvin Harrison Jr. in front of you. We don't want him. We want Lyman. Um, but uh, but I, the thing of it is, is like the fans are so mindful of like the thing of, hey, that we have the Panthers pick. Do the players even, do you even know? And do you even care? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters 
both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. I think it just depends on the player, um, you know, how invested they are into, you know, make, I think the, the the draft process and all those different things. But, I mean, um, I think personally, you know, when you're going out playing, you're not thinking like, oh, we got to do this, that, and the third so we can get this pick and that pick. Um, you know, I think you're just – at the end of the day, you're just playing because, you know, even though you may, um, you know, may not end up – say you're, you're not a Chicago Bear, you know, at the yeah. end of the season. You may be somewhere else. So you're playing not for just the Chicago Bears, but you're also playing um, as far as just your resume, you know, putting good film out there for all the other teams. So um, your attitude as far as coming into a game, um, as far as whether you're playing for this or that, um, you're truly just playing so you can put your best foot forward, um, you know, for the team and, you know, for yourself as well. So, you know, if something don't, you know, things don't work out where you're at, where your butt is, um, you know, when you have another opportunity later down the line, it's because of what you did at your previous stint somewhere else um, is why you have an opportunity to play somewhere else. So, um, you know, we don't really look at like, okay, we got to win this so we can get this pick or this, that, and the third. It's just we got to win the football game. You know, we got to yeah. win the football game and, you know, I got to put my best foot forward. I want to keep making money doing this for a living. So I need to go out there and have a good play yeah. or play yeah. well regardless. It's so funny because we, I had this conversation with a, a coworker of mine who, who tried to espouse the point of like, yeah. And then they're motivated by this number one. And I'm like, they don't care. I go, and it's not, <laughs> a, but it, and, it, and it's not a bad thing. Like the fans care, obviously, but like for the players, but like you said, like you got to go out to play because that's, that's your gig, you know, and you want to mm-hmm. make sure that you're doing your best. Up. Like when I'm sitting here on the NFL network and I'm out there crushing it, doing whatever I'm doing, the hype train, Jim Kramer, that helps no one. I'm, I'm so I'm my, I don't care if the NFL network's making money as much as like where I'm at next year, whether it's NFL network, Yahoo, ESPN. I don't know. I want to keep that stuff going. So that's the way normal people think about their job. So stop it. Weirdos. The players are not motivated by the number one pick, although it's fun for us fans to sit here and talk as about the Panthers. Yeah, Yeah. I think, yeah. I think that's well, part. Yeah, I mean that's part of just being a fan. You know, you're you know you're rooting for a team, especially if you're a long term fan. Like, you know, you're just rooting for a team, and you're looking at the possibilities for your team of like where it can go and things yeah. of that nature. But as a player, um, you know, I think you just work where your feet are. You know, you work yeah. where your feet are. You're putting your best foot forward. Um, because we have families to feed. You know, we're not going yeah. out there and you know messing around. Like this is this is serious business for us. So, uh, no, definitely. Well, I think uh, Montez Sweat can care. Darnell Wright. And uh, that's it. That's it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but like the guys who signed long-term deals, I'm just kidding. What was it? Um, I don't know. I, I want to ask, okay. One of the things we've talked about this, we keep talking about this, you know, the lions turned it around from two and six. One of the things that have made the lions so successful over the last couple of years is how much they've really invested in the trenches. Like they've done a great job of building the offensive line and the defensive line. I know you probably haven't. I'm not sure if you've watched the film yet or anything like that, but I went on the NFL network today. Actually. Yeah. We filmed it this morning. It should be, we, it should have aired by the time that everybody, this is going on. I'm sorry. I we're taping so many different things. I'm not, I'm pulling back the curtain. I tape everything except for the Thursday show and the Monday show. I'm not even, I'm not going to try to lie, but we were going and I was, uh, they, they did, we did a segment where it's like, what did you learn about Thursday night on Thursday night football? And I changed it into like, what did you learn? Because I already knew this, 
the offensive line has been playing ex- like playing really good. And I thought mm-hmm. last night having Braxton Jones back was huge. You know, you're in there. You'll start. You'll probably see a lot of this stuff pop off on tape. But it's like, how great is the offensive line play? Because it really seemed to help uh, Tyson back there. No, it's huge. I mean, not just not just Tyson, you know, but also just the run game. You know, just yeah, being able to yeah. have have those positive yards. And you know, it's a full it's a full unit effort. You know, just from from the offensive line to to the tight ends to the receivers blocking downfield on making those big runs happen. Um, you know, those things that, you know, we try to take pride in, you know, trying to be on our deed of just being able to run the ball. And, you know, that, that helps Tyson, you know, with our play action game, being able to, you know, roll out. And, you know, we see a lot of that in our game lately, a lot of play action passes and things of that nature because of the effectiveness of the run game, you know. So, um, no, that, that's been huge, just having the offensive line. Darnell um, Wright doing a, a phenomenal job coming in and, you know, just yeah. how he's been since he stepped in the league. Like, he's just – you know, he's had some tough battles. Like, he's had some tough battles and some tough mm-hmm. guys he's had to see each week, and he's held, he's held his own. So, um, you know, it's just good seeing those guys and um, just seeing how they've just progressed. And another thing, too, is just how they've had to hop around, um, you know, kind of all season with injuries yeah. and things of that nature. Guys getting moved to guard, to center, to tackle. Like, there's just guys moving around, may not play their primary position or the position that they, you know, feel may be the most comfortable for them, but they've just stepped in and, um, they just, just, uh, taking it and, you know, just attack the full force head on. So I think it's just kudos to them for just how they prepared and also to the coach as well. Yeah. Tevin Jenkins. I mean, he's played just about every position on the offensive line. It feels yeah. like started this season as the left guard. Nate Davis is now battling injuries and then he switched back to right guard and Lucas Patrick, you know, it's, it's funny as enough, uh, Lucas Patrick was one of the highest graded linemen, uh, I think in run blocking last night. So he did a tremendous job as well. So it's really nice uh, to see the offensive line come around because it will help out when Justin Fields returns and it feels like his return is becoming imminent. Obviously we've talked about this before and we love what Tyson's been able to do, but it's clear uh, Justin Fields is the number one quarterback. How excited are we to to eventually get him back? No knock on Tyson Bajan, who's been playing fantastic, but are we excited to get Justin Fields back? Oh, definitely. Definitely. I mean, I mean, uh, Tyson, First and foremost, he's done a great job stepping Amazing. in. Um, Amazing. He's done he's done a phenomenal job from coming, you know, playing. I've been seeing like the last like they've been showing it on, on social media the last like ten games he's played. And it's like, okay, who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Raiders, Broncos, Minnesota Vikings, like it's it's like wow, you know, just to go from that yeah. caliber to that caliber. Um and then perform at the way he's performing going, I think what, two and two now? Um, yeah. you know, you know, so far. So, I mean, he's, he's just done a phenomenal bo- job attacking, attacking, you know, the, the, the starting role, just being thrown in there. Um, and I think he's done a great job. So, um, yeah, but then, I mean, obviously you got Justin, who's, you know, coming back from injury and, uh, he's been such a great teammate, you know, for Tyson, just his energy, how he's been just not towards Tyson, but just to the whole locker room, um, his energy, how he's been coaching, coaching me up on different mm-hmm. things, you know, that he sees from his standpoint, you know, through practices and through games. So, um, you know, his attitude's been great as far as just getting back. And you can tell he's, you know, eager to try to get back out there. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, it's going to be huge to get him back. And uh, hopefully we can just continue to ride the wave um, that, uh, you know, we've been riding the last couple of weeks offensively. It didn't go. It didn't escape my notice. Uh, I posted the video on my Twitter feed, him celebrating in the locker room, which number one is clutch. I, I, I really liked Well, no, I want him to be engaged. Like you're yeah. obviously he's a member of this team. I don't want him sulking or doing yeah. anything. It's kind of like when um when when the when the Patriots won the Super Bowl and Tom Brady was out there, you know, winning the Super Bowl, he went to go hug 
Drew Bledsoe and Drew Bledsoe looked like he would have rather have been any place else in the world other than mm-hmm. on the sideline of the Super Bowl. So it's good to see that your quarterback is so engaged. But I did notice he was slapping hands with his right hand. Does that mean is his is his right hand is it good? Like because you got you know like can you not shake his hand? Do you have to fist bump him? Like how do you how do you deal with that? Is he? It feels yeah, like yeah. he's so close. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like he looks healthy to me. You know. Um, <laughs> No, he's um, you know, I I personally like I just kind of go off of how he he's the one that kind of you know sets the pace for that. Like even like I know I was you know catching some passes um, you know, kind of pregame the last couple weeks mm-hmm. um, and and I would kind of toss it back to him. I'm like, okay, let me just go and toss it back to the left hand. Let me just you yeah. know just just to make sure you know. And then like when we you know we dap up, um, I just kind of let him. Okay, put his right hand out. Okay, cool. So you know, okay, we're good there. Um, but you know, he's not going to be dapping guys up when he's on the field, you know, he's, <laughs> he's going to be uh, running for his life, you know, just trying to, you know, make plays and things of that nature. So, um, that's a little different, you know, uh, I having, got it. you know, 300 pound guys running at you, <laughs> then you got to protect yourself. And, um, there's at times where you really can't protect your folks. You got to stand strong and take hits as a quarterback. So, um, you know, it's a little different dynamic, you know, when you're back there and, um, you know, you got guys running at you and they can hit you, then, you know, just kind of sitting back there, just throwing the ball and looking pretty, you know? So, yeah. um, you know, those are two different, two different, uh, you know, scenarios and two different, you know, atmospheres, but, uh, no, I think he's coming along. So we'll see, you know, moving forward when he'll be back. You know, you, you have no experience in this yet, but, uh, my kids, they, they hurt my thumbs more than any other thing, any other part of my, like, whatever it is that they do, like a random, a random foot they jump on you or whatever. It's like my thumbs just end up like, God, how are you hurting my thumbs? So I, I can commiserate. And that's why I don't, you know, that's why I got to be very careful when I shake yeah. hands with people or anything like that. I went, I meant to ask too, like, you're allowed to talk to Justin Fields, right? Like there's no, like, uh, I don't know. You're a rookie. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't let new researchers talk to me. No, I'm kidding. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm teasing. Oh, I, uh, wow. I'm joking. I would not be that way. It's uh it's a lot of the veterans. No. Um DJ Moore. This was uh this was something that was I don't know. Like the I they never call offensive pass interference in the NFL. And yet mm-hmm. somehow he gets called for it twice. How heated yeah. was he? Is he mad? Cuz I know he oh, was he was yeah. He was oh, he, he looked was, mad. Yeah, he was he was not happy, you know. And this, you know, DJ is pretty, you know, cool, you know, more collected guy doesn't show too much um crazy emotion as far as anger wise mm-hmm. um he was he was angry he he was pretty yeah. upset um on that one and you know he was just trying to run his route um and the guy ended up running into him um yeah. so yeah no he was he was definitely upset we were on the we were on the sideline you know yell at the refs like it was yeah so no you, you're right on that one and he was you know he's one of the he was the most targeted receiver uh yesterday too so it's like they tried to get him involved in the game and it's just frustrating mm-hmm. to see like the referees kind of yeah. that guy, by the way, he's a, he's a yak monster too. Like that was like, Oh was, my gosh. Like, that's, oh my gosh. Anytime he gets the ball in his hands, like if he catches it for five, he'll get you 10. Like he's like, yeah. I, and that's one thing I, I didn't even realize until I was able to watch him in the game, mm-hmm. how good he really was after the catch. You know, I didn't really watch him when he was at Maryland and, and even too much in North Carolina, just yeah. kind of knew about him. Um, but then as I became his teammate, I'm like, you know, going through camp, you know, you, get, you don't really get to see much of the yak, um, you know, aspect, you know, because you don't got guys really tackling you through camp and things of that nature. So I was like, okay, man, this guy can catch the ball pretty good. But then we get into the game. I'm like, not only can he catch the ball, he knows how to make people miss. Like, he's just a guy that just get the ball, you know, in his hands, 
he'll break tackles. Um, you know, he's throwing guys off of him. He's just just so – he's not even the quickest dude in the world. It's just like he just has this um, understanding of how to just make people miss, um, just kind of shiftiness that he has in the open field. So, um, yeah, that's something that's, you know, been a, a surprise to me of just kind of learning about his game for sure. But, you know, it's something, something good to see. He's very impressive, and I he's been one of my favorite players in the league, although it was always – I was always upset – with his situation in Carolina, because I always felt like, you know, I feel like he's one of the best receivers in the game. You mm-hmm. just got to get him the ball. And I, I do appreciate last night that we were, we, we, the, the game plan was to get him the ball. So that was good. One other thing I will say about that game though, offensively, that's important to note here is on NFL fantasy live on Thursday, we had to go, we had to go make a bold prediction. And mine was Tyler Scott was going to score his first touchdown, which by the way, one of our producers, This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ask me, would that be his first ever? And I'm like, no, he scored plenty of touchdowns in his life. Uh, great in high school. Great at the University of Cincinnati. He scored. I think he touch- makes it this far by not a touchdown. How, how dare he? This guy, this, listen, that guy needs to be fired. But in any event, um, I did make the prediction that you were going to score your first NFL touchdown. Um, mm-hmm. It felt like in the second quarter. Going back and we're watching the replay, and I'm like, you know what? That was that was my not not so much your moment, but more more or less my moment because I would have called it. Um, do you remember that play? Do you think that uh, it, it it feels like there were, there might have been one left on the table? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that that was a tough one, you know. But I think uh, you know, looking back at it too, looking at you know just the, the play in general, um, you know, I got to do a better job as well. I think it just. Um, keeping my, I mean, I'm just kind of running over field cause I think they, they definitely busted in coverage, yeah. um, for sure. Um, but I th- think I got to do a better job, maybe just keeping my route just a little more skinny, you know, up the middle of the field, maybe cause mm-hmm. you know, the, the backside cornerback, um, that could have maybe scared him, him coming underneath there, you know, maybe getting into his, his vision a little bit, could have, you know, scared Tyson where he's like, ah, maybe I don't want to make that throw. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that's, you know, looking at it as far as what I can do better on that, just kind of making the window or making the picture a lot more clearer for him. So. You know, as he's standing back there, you got a lot of the process going through your reads. Yeah. Um, you know, so he can just be more um decisive with his decision and not have to think twice about it. So um, you know, but you know, um it happens in the game. You know, guys make mistakes, guys miss, you know, throws, guys drop passes, guys run the wrong routes, guys, you know, that's that's the name of the game, that's part of the game. Um, you know, but uh yeah, so it is what it is. Yeah, important to note it was a busted coverage. It was nothing Tyler did. Like it was nothing. No, I'm just teasing. I'm kidding you. I, <laughs> I'm just playing. But it, but it is like, but it is one of those things. And I'm, I'm joking. Like I, I mean, it's easy for us. 
to go back and, and look at it, things in slow-mo, like we're, it's, it's not Madden, you know, you're literally yeah, on the field. Okay. Like you're yeah, on no, the that, field. that kills me. That kills Somebody's me time where guys are like, Oh, just throw it right there. He's open. Or, Hey, or like we're running backs. Like I hear there's a lot of people running backs. You're like, why would he run right there? Shouldn't he just run over there where there's no, there's open field over there. I'm like, it's, it's not that easy. Like you guys don't understand. It's not that easy just to go right here. It's just to do that. You know, it's easy when you're just sitting there and you're just like, Oh yeah, do that. It's yeah. not the same. It is. It's so funny because like, what is he seeing? I'm like, you try it one time. Like you yeah, go down yeah. and give it just once <laughs> and you'll be amazed at how difficult yeah, that is. That's how hard it is. And also like in, and that's one of the, the troubling things too, is because like whenever there is a busted coverage, when things are not to where they're supposed to be, that's worse because you trust what you're reading at the line mm-hmm. of scrimmage. And you're like, you don't, you, you feel like you're missing something. Um, yeah, so it can it's throw your rules off. Right? Throw your rules off when you're running. Like when I was running my ride, I'm like, okay, I'm like you shouldn't be that open. Yeah, you know, like yeah, I'm like, where's there's where's the guy I'm supposed to be running my ride off of? But I'm like, okay, you know. So, um, yeah, but you know, that's the game. It is the game. It is, it is. Uh, it all it all is a part of it. I got to ask yeah. you this though. So, um, I just retweeted this, and I know that you put this on your Instagram story uh, before the game. Your locked arms. I don't know why I notice things like this because I'm a weirdo, but you were locked arms with Bojack, Eddie Jackson. You're hanging out with one of the defensive guys. How does this, how do you, be, how do you develop? Like, I didn't know. Can you guys hang out? Do you get, again, I make a joke about you talking to Justin Fields. Like, do you talk to Eddie, Eddie Jackson? That's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I mean, offensive and defense, you know, we're, we're, we're a tight group. You know, we, we love talking to each other, especially in the locker room, um, you know, just our camaraderie. And I think that's what, you know, is going to build our team chemistry. And that's what's been able to keep us all together, you know, through our tough times is the fact that we're able to um, talk to each other and be real with each other. You know, that's what brings us closer together. So um, it's no like, oh, I can't talk to Justin because he's <laughs> up here, Bojack, you know. No, it's, um, you know, those guys have been, you know, great as far as, you know, towards the rookies. Um, just making us feel part of, you know, part of the team and not, you know, kind of singing us out like, uh, you're, you're down here and we're up here, you know, yeah. which is great. You know, I think, you know, for a rookie coming in, it, it just, um, you know, I think it just allows a rookie to to take a, a little bit more of a breath because you have so many things coming in that you're worried about, um, you know, trying to, you know, put your first, your best foot forward, trying to be the guy that they, you know, see you to be and all these different things. And then on top of that, having to deal with, you know, you know, older guys or vets looking down on you and, you know, making you not feel apart. Like that's, that would be another thing you would have to battle in and, and what worse of a battle to not have your own teammates to, you know, really have your back. And so, um, you know, I think they've just done a great job of, you know, being the opposite of that, of really just bringing me in with open arms, even though the crazy thing is I just, I haven't really done nothing yet as far as, um, you know, especially walking in the building, hadn't done nothing yet for the team, you know, but them just looking at you as, okay, you're one of us now, you know, you're part of the squad and, um, you know, we're going to take you as if you're your own. So, um, you know, like Justin, you know, inviting, you yeah. know, invite me down to come train in Florida. Like for me, that was, you know, I could have been hey. just being like, Hey, I'm just, you know, whatever. But for me, that's huge. Cause it's like, okay. Like he sees me as, you know, a guy that he's going to want to want to depend on, you know, leaning in, in the future and then being able to spend time with those guys and then just taking, you know, them under my, you know, me under their wing and, um, you know, just like I said, just bringing me in, you know? So I think those, those things are, are huge. So, um, just brings the team closer, closer together. Yeah, that wasn't Justin part of the prank. Your uh, the, the <laughs> dinner, like he was part of it. Like that's he cool. Was, he was. He it's was. not. Yeah, it's not like it's just Equinemia St. Brown. No disrespect, but it's like no, it's the it's him and DJ Moore and, and players yeah. like that. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. 
But I will say this because Matt Eberflew said in his press conference today or acknowledged in his press conference today that the entire defense uh, was given the game ball. We talked earlier about the rebuild on the offensive line. The defense is really like that was really a huge defensive game. They did not give up an offensive touchdown. They're getting to the quarterback. The defense has been playing really well. It felt like Kyler Gordon, too. This was a huge opportunity for him. Like, there's a guy that we've loved. You know, he's coming out of Washington. He was a second-round pick. And it's funny because every it's starting to change now because last year, everybody's like, why didn't you take Christian Watson? Why didn't you take George Pickens? Those two guys not necessarily playing great right now. Mm-hmm. Kyler Gordon comes out on a Thursday night game, plays really well. Kirk Herbstreet's blowing him up. Like, it's great. Yeah. How, how impressed were you with the defense overall and guys like Kyler Gordon who are, who just made a huge impact? Yeah, no, the defense are playing. They were playing really great as of late, you know. And you know, we and offensively, you know, they've we've left points out. Um, they've been in a great field position, and we've left points on the board and things of that nature. So, like, they've been doing their job of just putting us in the best situations so we could put points on the board. So, I think you know, kudos to the whole defense. You know, getting guys back healthy, and even the guys that you know had to step up. You know, in those roles where they be, um, you know, Jalen Jones having to step up and playing cornerback when you know Tyreek goes down for a little bit, and you know Elijah Hicks stepping in there for for Bojack, and you know Sanborn, um, Jack Sanborn stepping in for Tremaine Edmonds. Like, oh, I thought guys. he was gonna have a pick. That play was oh, so gosh, good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the whole stadium. Yeah, no, that was oh. that was. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, you know, it ended up coming. It ended up turning out good. You know, it ended up turning out good. But uh, yeah, so I think. You know, those guys have just been stepping up, you know, doing a great job. TJ Edwards having a phenomenal year, um, has been a dog the whole year. So defense has been great. And then you talked about Kyler. Kyler has been somebody to me that has really impressed me since I first stepped in the building. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I didn't really know too much about him. I just knew that he went to Washington. And then I think he was – he's in his second year, right? Yeah. He's in his second year. And um, I'm just watching this dude play. I'm like, man, this dude is – Good. I'm like, I mean, he, he like just looking at other vets that I've seen play. Like he reminds me of a veteran type of guy. Just his play style, the way he plays, the 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 kind of way he manipulates um, DBs. As far as like, he's probably the hardest dude to block. Like it, it is so hard to block this dude in the open field, especially him at the slot. Like he's so shit. Like he has that Spider Man Spider Man like type. You know, like athleticism to him. Like yeah. he just he's so he just knows how to crawl around blocks and. Um, he just shoots downhill. So, I mean, he's he's somebody that since I first stepped to the building and started playing, like, really stood out to me was like, this dude is um, a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, and it was great to listen to Herb Street talk about how good this defensive secondary can be once everybody yeah. gets healthy and ready to go. And we've seen, like, like Jalen Johnson, his targeted when passer – the passer rating when targeted is one of the lowest in the leagues, if not the lowest. I think it's somewhere in yeah. the 40s. And you see a lot of these guys playing well, Jack Sanborn, TJ Edwards. I know that we've, you know, there. you let go of a guy like Roquan Smith. You traded him for a second rounder, which, you know, it looks bad because the Ravens are playing so well. But like you said, TJ Edwards has been so good, and we really haven't seen the best of Tremaine Edmonds yet. So that that's a huge thing. But one of the things that really impressed me last night was Montez Sweat. And again, I know you don't get into this because this is more of a fan thing, but there's been some former GMs and people like when this trade goes down, it was like, this is a dumb pick unless they sign them long-term. And you're like, okay, well, we signed them long-term. And they're like, well, that's a lot. I'm like, yeah, like these guys make a lot of money. Like they've earned it. They make a lot of money. So it was great last night in a primetime game that in front of the entire world, Montez Sweat goes out there and gets eight quarterback pressures 
Um, uh, how how big has he been for the defense? I know you've had him for what eight days, but how big has his presence been with the team during that short time? Yeah, I think it's been huge. You know, just having that added, you know, added guy to come in and you know just take that leap forward for us, and you know to be that type of presence to 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 bring him to be the guy that they brought him in to be. And, um, you know, he's just trying to – he's just out there showing, you know, why they signed him to the deal that they did. And that was one of the things that I talked to him personally. He was like, yeah, man, um, you know, he's like, I'm going to show – I'm going to show everyone, you know, why they signed me. Um, and, you know, I'm going to show him you – know, I'm going to show him why I belong here. And, um, you know, that was something that he, he made very clear. So just to his teammates, you know, just that type of mentality. And obviously we're happy for him just being able to, you know, get that deal done. But, you know, just on the football side, he – you know, it seems like a guy that, you know, I haven't, you know, got to know him, you know, too much yet, you know, just yeah. kind of on the football side. But the little conversation that I had with him, talked to him, first of all, is a great dude. Um, yeah. You know, as far as the teammates so far, like having a conversation with him, you know, he's been a really cool dude to talk to. Um, and, you know, he's just, you know, just seems like a guy that's just willing to work and just wants to push his best foot forward. And that's what he's been doing so far. And then don't be afraid to point, say, the bald guy from the fantasy show. That guy's cool. Um, which is, by the way, that's how Ryan Poles, I found out. That's how Ryan Poles describes me to people. The bald guy from your network. Oh, I'm not wow. saying who he was. I'm not, listen, I'll take it. But he knows, like, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess there's only one other bald guy, I think. Maybe two. But whatever. Like, I'll take it. Listen, uh, our friend Darnell Mooney knew who I was. And he made that he big did. play. And I think he it was did. because. I think I think it was my pep talk in LA that helped him make that catch last night to help seal the game. Yeah. I'm going. No, he came off the field. He was like, "Man, if it wasn't for Adam, <laughs> he's like, he you know, it wasn't for Adam, man, I'm, <laughs> he was he was pumping me up at SoFi, and it took a week, but I got there, and it's all pretty good. So this is this is a fun time. This is a fun time to be a member of the Chicago Bears family and extended family. Uh, it's it's really it's it, it's such a good feeling. Obviously, winning on Thursday. Listen, if we played all our games on Thursday night, Super Bowl, like we would be there. But but the Super Bowl on a Thursday, uh, I love that. Um, everything's going good. Oh, you know what? Okay, be careful how you answer this. But I got to ask because I know you're. I know you grew up uh, a fan of Ohio football, Big Ten football. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim Harbaugh. Did you hear about Jim Harbaugh? Uh yeah, I seen a little about he's like sidelined, I believe, or, oh, or he's, no, he's sidelined. He's he's like he can't be there. Or something he can't like be that. he can't be on the sideline during the yeah, games. Yeah. As somebody as somebody who went to Cincinnati, who grew up rooting for Ohio State, you you have to find that a little bit funny, yes. Yeah? Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi Strawberry slid right into my Taste Buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I mean, now, you know, as my older self, I'm just like, yeah, you know, I didn't go to Ohio State. You know, I don't know. It doesn't have this. I don't have the same feeling for Ohio State that I once did. Maybe I got through the recruiting process and. 
you know, things of that nature. But, um, you know, I just kind of see that. And I just kind of like, oh, mm, sucks for them. So, but you yeah, still have to hate Michigan, so that's fun. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Regardless of where you went, you still hate Michigan. That's the whole. That's the whole point. Like everything that's going on. Um, yeah, no, I don't. I have this. Yeah, I, I definitely haven't lost. Like I think it was. It was definitely ingrained in me of like, you know, you don't even say Michigan. Like it was just like that team up north, you know. So, um, yeah, the maize and blue or whatever it's called. Like yeah, <laughs> like oh, I feel so bad for them. Whether you're a fan of Ohio State or not, it is. Uh, it is. It is wild. Uh, a lot of things going on that team uh, in any event. But listen, it's a great time to be a member of the Chicago Bears. It's a great time to be a fan, at least for this small. Not, I'm not going to say a small window, but like this is good. Like we beat the Panthers. We got their pick. The defense is starting to come. It feels like I don't know. I, again, we talk about this every week, and I know you say the same thing. Like our ultimate goal is still the Super Bowl. But this feels legitimate for the first time in a while where like it does feel like because like like all the all the things we've talked about today offensive line feels like it's coming together defensive mm-hmm. line looks okay you got yannick and gawkway you got montez sweat okay Jesse Jones, he, he had a, he had a nice yeah. game yesterday. he was he was good the secondary's getting healthy uh tj edwards is doing pretty good i mean outside of tremaine edmonds it feels like you know everything's starting to come together for the first time, I know this has been brand new to you. You're 10 weeks in or you're 10 NFL weeks, 10 NFL games into this. How does it feel? Does it feel different? Does it feel like, you know, we, we talk about this, but does it feel like, yeah, the momentum is finally starting to get on our side? No, for sure. For sure. I think each week, you know, you're, you know, the, the record may say something, you know, but I think when you just look at our team and just our bond of us coming together, I know personally, um, this is at least from my perspective, personally, mm-hmm. You know, I'm looking at, you know, the my receiver room, the offensive unit room, the defense. Um, I feel like I've gotten closer to each guy, you know, each each week, you know, as the season progressed. Like, I've, I've honestly felt that. I feel like I've developed, you know, new relationships and even stronger relationships with the guys that have, you know, been – that I've been in the locker room with, which people don't understand, like, how huge that really is to have, you know, those type of relationships. You know, I've had – you know, uh, you know, after the game yesterday, you had Jaquan Brisker, you know, talking to me like, hey, man, like that was a huge catch, man. Like, that was yeah. a huge catch that you made, you know, on fourth down, you know, just hearing that, you know, hearing that from the defensive side, like they see those things, you know. And so just having, you know, guys, multiple guys come up to me and, you know, hey, man, nice job, this nice job, that. And then it just carries out through the week of you guys just working together, like people don't understand, like how big, um, how big of an impact when you have a great team chemistry, like how much that can really fuel, you know, your team of being successful. Like you can have a whole bunch of, you know, pieces on a, on a team. And you've seen that in multiple sports where you have, you know, a lot of teams that have great talent together as mm-hmm. far as on paper. But if you don't have that team chemistry and camaraderie and that togetherness, you'll never be as good as you want to be. And, um, you know, personally, just going through the season, you know, I felt I've grown you know, a lot closer to a lot of those guys. And I feel like our team has definitely grown a lot closer going through adversity, you know, and just through these ups and downs and different things that have been thrown our way, you know, for sure, you know, just through this season. So um, I think that's, that's a huge positive I can take, you know, moving, you know, forward into the season and even forward, you know, into the, the following season. No, yeah, a lot of great things to build upon. I'm remiss for not mentioning that catch earlier i should have i should have led with that of course i had to be the jerk and bring up the one like you could have had a touchdown such a big play though uh you essentially brought it up like what was that was that was that play designed to you like what was happened did you know you were going to get the ball there like what's going on when you got when you're in a big moment like that you know what is it like 
when you're running up to the line of scrimmage, you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to make this first down? Mm-hmm. I mean, first and foremost, I expect to get the ball every play. You know, every play, right. every time oh, okay. I run around. <laughs> right. I mean, you got to. You have to run every route like you're about to get the ball. Um, and you have to have that confidence that you're going to get it. So, um, you know, that's that's just from a mindset mindset standpoint when you step on the line of scrimmage. And then um, as far as just kind of the route and the route combination, um, I think it was like a first, I think he was kind of looking to the to the boundary there. I think we're in a bunch set. Mm-hmm. He's kind of looking at DJ first. I think that was in the boundary there looking to his side and then kind of I think Mooney had like an over route. Um, and then he's looking to Mooney at the over route, seeing if he's there in his window. So it's kind of going through this progression here. And I think I'm kind of the, the last progression of that combination um, with this kind of, you know, dig route coming from the field um, in that progression. And I think the last route was like a chip flat to, to Cole, but um, yeah, no, I, I knew that I was going to definitely be, you know, viable as far as in the progression for sure. And um, looking at just kind of the leverage, I want to say they played, cover three. Yeah, they feel like a three week. They brought the safety down, you know, to the backside, um, kind of where DJ was. And so knowing that, that's, you know, a, a prime opportunity for that uh, that dig wanted to open up because we got a, a flat guy, flat control guy um, and Cole chipping and getting to the flat. So that's going to open my window up because I'll have leverage on the cornerback. And so um, I made my break and I'm like, there's a great opportunity when I make this break, this ball is going to be coming to me coming out and uh, made my break. Uh, seeing Tyson, you know, kind of go through his progression and, you know, look my way through it. And uh, I'm like, well, this is this is my time. It's my time to make a play. And, uh, you know, made the play, got hit. But, um, you know, that, just for me, that was just a huge confidence boost just to be able to make that catch fourth down, um, keep the chains moving to get points on the board. So, um, you know, just, yeah, every time I step up, like I said, I expect to get the ball and um, I just got to make the best of my opportunities. And I think I did. Well, it was awesome. Could not be more proud of you in that moment and overall throughout the game. It's uh, it's great to see you continue to go out there and make steps each and every week, see your growth on the field. By the way, I want to remind everybody, uh, since it is going to be a victory weekend, we don't have to worry about anything and you're looking for something to do, be sure to check out Game Room Chicago, located inside the historic Chicago Athletic Hotel. Uh, it features billiards, shuffleboard, skee-ball, pop-a-shot, and so much more. It has plenty of space to watch your favorite games, uh, with a menu featuring Michelin-starred chef Mari Katsumura snack foods, there are beer towers, a weekend Bloody Mary bar, and shareable signature cocktails. Game Room Chicago is the place to be on game day, both Saturday and Sunday. Fans of the Big Ten, you want to go watch Penn State and Michigan, go to Game Room Chicago. Want to catch up on everything that's happening on Sunday, watching the game stress-free, knowing that the Bears have already won. Game Room Chicago is the place to be. Uh, so, Tyler, I want to thank you so much once again for uh, doing this on Friday, having an opportunity. Listen, we didn't do any of that. We, we didn't even look ahead. We're not going to worry. But we're going to give we're going to take the weekend. We're going to soak it in. We're going to have a good time. Uh, I know that Eberflus has let a lot of you guys just go and, like you said, get your mentals ready, get fired up for a game against the Detroit Lions. We'll talk about that next week. But I want you to go out there, have a great weekend. And uh, thank you so much once again for being here. Yes, sir. Oh, and by the way, thank you for tweeting out that you were looking forward to the podcast. I, <laughs> no, we, were, we were trading some texts like, look at that. Like, yeah, we're making the big time. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. But we do appreciate you being here. We do t- uh, thank you for uh, taking some time, especially to talk to the fans. Appreciate no problem, everybody. No problem, no problem. Everybody who is here. So we will be back on Tuesday for another edition of the Tyler Scott Show as we get you ready for that Lions game. But until then, I'm Adam. He's Tyler. Bear down, and Sammy, go ahead and play us out. 
And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Adam Rank on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. 